guys, welcome to the Neuropath Podcast. I'm your host, Isaac. I just want to check in with you guys for a little bit. Um, I know I haven't been able to keep up with the um, the lesson plan that I had uh, set up for us. Um, I feel like God's turning me into a different direction um, of how to take this podcast instead of doing it lesson by lesson. Amen. Um, we're going to change up with topics um, more than likely than uh, just lessons. Amen. <clears throat> And I'm hoping to be able to start something that's more of a daily devotional. Amen. Uh, as long as my uh, mics end up working properly. I've been having mic issues for the last few weeks. So um, bear with me. I'm with my original mic right now. So um, hopefully this can do the justice without um, any bad feedback. Amen. So I just want to give a... a a quick little a little chit chat about something that's been on my heart and I want to talk about anxiety. Anxiety is an issue that that not only in the world but there's very there's a lot of anxiety in the church. Amen. And uh, as believers we really aren't supposed to feel anxious or have any thoughts of of worry. But it happens. We are human. So um there are ways to to handle it in uh, different ways to go about it so just living a daily life you know every, every time we turn on the tv or or just turn around and, and talk to someone or, or or check our phone there's a you know tragedy here uh, shooting there um weather catastrophes uh, everywhere um, when our days are full of uh, mixed signals from our, our president and other world leaders uh, the stock market. Well, if if you trust the stock market, um, that there's <laughs> there's far too much movement for for that to be something that's stable. Uh, so there's always anxiety when it comes to that. Um, there's anxiety with dealing with your bosses, uh, whether you're going to say the right things or or perform to the right level, uh, or or just the anxieties of of raising children alone. Amen. And with all the anxieties, it it, it brings up dread into our lives. It, it it causes us to overthink things and for some reason thoughts like this for some don't get me wrong anxiety can come from deeper uh, issues or deeper relationships um that they need to might want to think of going into you know professional help with that amen Uh, but for most of us anxious thoughts reveal our own drive to be in control instead of depending on God. I mean, in a situation like this, the Bible says a lot battling battling fretfulness and fear. Uh, there's a reason that the most common command in the Bible is do not be afraid and do not fear. I mean, why would that be something that God constantly points out? It's because he knows we are prone to freaking out. He knows that we are prone to, to getting deep into our emotions and overthinking things but he wants to show us that there's a, a better way and uh, in order to to get to that better way you have to focus on dumping the bad habit of worry uh, worrying is is the root of of anxiety amen because if we weren't worrying about anything there's no reason to be anxious so um, 
we see in Isaiah 26.3, Isaiah wrote a song of praise to God. And he said, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Amen. Peace of mind comes when our, our minds are steadfast. That, that's when our, our, our everything is focused on, on God. Our thoughts, our minds, our hearts, our, our spiritual being is focused on God and putting our complete trust in God. Amen. Um, how can we develop this God-focused mindset instead of self-focused mindset? Well, worry is simply a, a bad habit that we picked up along our our, our life. Uh, for many, it's it's even a, a second nature. Amen. And and I I can admit to be prone to to allowing anxiety uh, ruin multiple multiple moments of my life. Um, amen. So I, I know what it's like to have that as a second nature, almost like it's breathing. It just comes automatically. The good news is that we can unlearn this bad habit. Amen. Just like any other bad habit, we can unlearn this and we can put our trust in God. In order to do that, we have to learn the new habit of trust. Uh, successful athletes know that the way to overcome their fear and doubts is to replace those thoughts of, of fear and doubts with feelings of confidence. And feelings of uh, courageousness. Our battle with with worry can be thought of in in a similar fashion. We need to instead of having the doubt and the fear, we need to be confident in ourselves, and and be courageous in ourselves be, because we have the the confidence of God in us. We have the courageousness of Jesus in us. Amen. Our, our battle with worry is so much similar. Um, and instead of continuing to think of hypothetical situations, the what if, uh, hypothetical situations are the worst. They put your mind in this place that's not even real, that's not even really happening, but your mind wants you to go there and believe that it's going to happen. Or when it does happen, you already are going to react in this certain way. Worst case scenarios, we learn to to regurgitate that. And we think it as true. But what we need to see that that's true is the promises of God. We replace fear with faith. Amen. We can rest in God's perfect character. His good heart. And his faithful love. And and we can remember that that he is in charge of outcomes. So there's no there's no need to be anxious. It's out of our hands. Uh, we need to become and, and remain careless. In first Peter five seven, the apostle Peter, uh he knew a couple things about stress and, and he he says, cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Amen. And when you think of that, you hear the word cast. And and if anyone who, <laughs> who fishes, like me, amen, when, when you're fishing, you have to cast your line. 
Cast means to hurl. You, you have to throw it with great force. You want your line to get out as far as possible. So in other words, the moment you start feeling uh, the worry starting to creep up and weigh you down, you need to heave those worries onto God before it's too late, before it gets to that point that you're already weighed down. You're already feeling anxious. You're overwhelmed. You're overthinking everything. And and it's distancing you from the, the truth of God. Amen. That has nothing to do with God. God is all about perfect peace and perfect harmony. Anxiety does not come with that. One thing that that I want to to have you consider, and I, I was I was told this myself. Okay. Consider memori- memorizing Psalms one thirty nine, twenty three through twenty four, and, and adapting it in your own way into your your prayer life your daily prayer life to god amen now the version that i have is um out of the translation of the message and that says investigate my life oh god find out everything about me cross examine and test me See for yourself whether I've done anything wrong. Then guide me on the road to eternal life. Amen. I feel like adding in that, or the NIV says, Search in me, God, and know my heart. Test and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offense, offensive way in me. And lead me in the way of everlasting. So whichever translation you want to do it. Whichever words you want to do it. Your own words. Or these words T for T. God will hear you. Amen. Get these anxious thoughts out of your life. Ask God to clear them out of your your life. You don't want them. You don't need them. They're bringing you down. You have to release them somehow. Whether that's going to... A small group, having a connection with the fellowships that you have in church, or um, whatever the case may be. If it's just praying to God, let it all out to God. Amen. But I, I feel like you should have some support system in your corner to help you push through. Even daily life gets hard, guys. You know, you get anxiety over the very smallest things, and I know you do because I do too. I can't find my keys. I am flipping out. I have so much anxiety. Well, I'm going to be late already. I'm I'm going straight to the hy- hypothetical situations. Oh, this is putting me behind. I'm going to be late for sure. Well, now that I'm running late, I can't get gas. So now that I got, you know, it just keeps on going and going and going. And there there are a couple of scriptures that um, I want us to dig into and just read. We're not going to break it down or nothing. We're just going to read. First one is Psalms one eighteen six. <clears throat> Psalms one eighteen six, and I'm reading uh, this out of uh, the NIV translation, and it's simple as this: The Lord is with me; I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Amen. What can mere mortals do to you? With God in your in your corner, He's with you. Why do you need to be afraid? 
Amen. There's no need for, in, in the whole book of Psalms. There's 50 verses, 50, 50 different verses that shows their trust, the trust into the sovereign God. On the other hand, there's 35 verses that show fear. So, so you see that there's a little bit of, of, of a discrepancy there. That's what we want. We want more of the trust than the fear because God already knows that the fear numbers are going to happen. But let's keep that as minimal as possible. The next scripture that we're going to be looking at is Matthew six twenty-five through thirty-three, sorry through thirty-four. And yes, that is a long one. And I'm going to be reading it out of the New King James, Matthew six twenty-five through thirty-four. It says, therefore I say to you, do not worry about your life what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? So why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I say to you that even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Now if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not? much more clothe you, O you of little faith. Therefore, do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or shall we or what shall we wear? For after these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need those things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about its own things sufficient for the day is its own trouble amen and that pretty much puts it exactly how god wants us to see it amen if the birds of the air are still able to pull out worms and be able to be fed on a daily basis. Are you not more important than a, a bird that just flies? That can't speak? That can't praise God? There's more to it. Amen. Don't complain about whether you like the meal that's in front of you. Just be happy that you have a meal in front of you. Where's the gratitude? Where's the, the feeling of being content in the Lord? How are you showing contentment? If you're wondering, what the heck am I going to be doing tomorrow? How am I going to fix this? How am I going to get this bill paid? How is this going to happen? And God wants you to lean on him and not worry about a dang thing. As long as you're leaning on him, he's going to, everything else will be, will be taken care of. He, he is sufficient. His grace and mercy is sufficient 
and it will suffice. Amen. As long as you cling on to him. Amen. Uh, the last scripture we're going to look at is Philippians 4, 6 through 7. That would be Philippians 4, 6 through 7. I'm going to be reading that out of New Living Translation. It says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard our hearts and minds as you live in Jesus Christ. Amen. That's where you need to put your worries. Just like we said earlier, casting your worries before they get to the anxiety part, before they hit anxiety. You could you could have a worry for a second, but guess what you're supposed to do with that worry right away? Not ponder on it, not sit on it, not think of any hypothetical situation. No. You go straight to God and His throne and say, God, take this thought away from me. I know it's not from you. I know it's not of you. You didn't build us to to want to worry every single day for the rest of our lives. You want us to have trust in you? Amen. Well, Lord, I'm going to throw my burdens on you on a daily basis because your word says to do it. And I don't have to feel guilty about that. Amen. That's my job. That's my job to, to, to pray to you. Take away the burdens of mine, my family's, the world's. Like This is what he wants from us and in order to get that peace we have to do this we have to pray we have to pray instead of worry you have to find the difference there in my own experience when it comes to this i've lacked the going to god in prayer i've always tried to be the man put it on my shoulders and keep on marching along now it never worked for the longest time it didn't work and it didn't start working until I realized man I can't do this on my own I, what am I doing I have a father who loved me enough to to send his one and only son to die on a cross for me to be able to get closer to him and to put a necessity on his name in my life. So this this is the I feel like this is the least that we can do here. Instead of worrying, instead of letting the world dominate our minds and our emotions and how we want to proceed our days and how it's carried out. Instead go to God about it. Go to what his word says. Sufficient is he. And his ways. He has our back. He's here to guide us. Do not be anxious. Do not worry. Instead, lean on the true grace of God. I want to thank you guys for uh, stopping by today. Um, like I said, this is just going to be more of a devotional thing now. Today, I feel like God's been pushing me. It's been actually a couple days that I've been... Uh, doing um, a deeper dive on anxiety and what the word says. Amen.
and what what God really wants from us. Amen. So I feel like the Holy Spirit's moving, and He's going to continue moving whether I'm doing uh, a twelve-part lesson or whether I am doing a topic or a, a daily devotional. Amen. I pray you guys like this podcast. Like, share, follow. Do what you. You guys know what to do on social media. Um, make sure you guys are sharing this. this. This is another resource for the Word of God. Amen. This is all biblical truth. Amen. I will throw out my opinion on certain things. But that's that's up to you whether you can disagree or not. But if I'm throwing out scripture, I would recommend not disagreeing with that. Amen. Um, yeah, just share it. People need to hear the word of God. This, this world is going to hell in the, hell, in the handbasket. And if we can spread the word of God in as many ways as possible, then, then let's do it, folks. Um, amen. And uh, I pray you guys have a blessed remainder of the week. I will and should be making more episodes, waiting on a better mic. So forgive me if it's still not high quality of the recording i pray that you guys uh are able to get all your christmas shopping done in a safe healthy and non-anxious and non-worryful manner as possible amen the reason this season is jesus but there is no reason why you can't spoil your your kids and other kids and other people who who can't get spoiled there's no reason not to if you have the funds make people's christmases better I'm going to pray real quick, and uh, we'll be out of here. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father God, for another day of life, Lord. For the ability to breathe, Lord. To be, The ability to, to study upon your word, Lord God. To, to talk, Lord God. To be able to praise you, Lord Jesus. And to glorify your word. And to be able to share your word, Lord God. Thank you for your, your guidance, Lord God. Continue to lead this this podcast. Lead me, Lord God. Lead anyone who's listening, Father God. Lead them with, with the truth, Lord God. Help us realize that we cannot do this on our own, that we need the one sovereign God. Father, I pray hedge of protection over everyone. Lord, uh, make their traveling safe, their shopping safe their emotions and mindset safe father god i pray for any anger issues father god i pray for peace upon anybody listening and anybody that needs it father we do this all in your precious and loving name amen 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 guys i want to thank you once again I'm going to close out with a quote from Dr. Robert Jaffrey, who was a a martyr for the Lord Jesus. Amen. And uh, he wrote this while he was in the Pak Pak prison in New Guinea in 1945. He said, Let us keep our eyes steadfast upon the goal, for when we hear the shout from the skies, all else will fade into utter nothingness. For the Lord shall descend from the heaven with the shout. Even so, come 
Lord Jesus. Amen. And Dr. Jaffrey was, he, he risked his life to take the gospel to uh, the primitive Dani tribesmen of Dutch New Guinea. Um, he eventually was tortured and died as a prisoner of the Japanese during uh, World War II. Think of the power behind that quote. Let us keep our eyes steadfast upon the goal. For when we hear the shout from the skies, all else will fade into utter nothingness. For the Lord shall descend from heaven with the shout. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you guys. Have a great rest of your uh, week. And I'll catch you guys next time. Stay blessed. Stay humble. Stay in the word. Stay faithful. In Jesus' name. Love y'all.